The Women's Creative dares their listeners to hurdle their dreams. Tune in to our weekly podcast to hear from individuals who are breaking down barriers, solving problems, and making the world a better place. Hear the stories of these business owners who chose to take the road less traveled. Join us for Not There Yet. Hey, hey, it's Bianca. Hi, it's Lindsay. Woo, it's episode one of season three. Yes. Thank you so much for listening in and being present with us as we create space for women to share their stories. There are so many other ways to get involved with the Women's Creative. We would love you to join us for Thursday morning coffee, attend one of our events, or shop with us through Procure. Come find us on social, download the podcast, and check out the website. Sign up for our emails. There's so many great ways to connect, and we would love for you to join us in our journey of lifting and creating space for women business owners. Okay, speaking of women business owners, we're going to do a roll call. So we were, every so often we would do these roll calls during season one and two, but we're doing them every episode now moving forward. So hold us to that. If we miss a roll call, people, tell us. Call us out. Call us. Roll call us. <laughs> Roll calls out. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. So what are you what are you wearing today? B? Okay. So what are you wearing? What are you enjoying? Okay. Of course, I'm wearing room seven. Shop from room seven all the time. Room seven jeans, and then I have on honey and bananas, hoop earrings. She is a small business owner that has shopped with us at our Procure Market. Speaking of, we have another Procure Market coming up on May 7th, a kickoff Woo-hoo. to Mother's Day. So tickets are on our website. You can join us, join us for brunch, and have some fun. Love that. How about you, Lens? Okay, I am feeling super zen today because I started my morning with a forest and meadow tea, mm. which is delicious, but it also just makes me feel like ooey gooey good. Mm-hmm. And then I also bought my friend recently, I bought her Odd Daughters self-care cards. And she said the other day she was having a hard day. She looked in her purse, she found the cards, and it just gave her a list of things to do and it made her feel good. So I bought them and they're amazing. Yes, I love those cards. So both of those things are actually in the Procure Shop. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling like you need some tea, if you want to try like just a new brand of tea, Forest and Meadows Delicious, they're local. And then Odd Daughters cards are also sold in the shop. And they just give you these new types of self-care that you maybe wouldn't have thought on your own. It's daily motivation. Yeah, exactly. Just feel better. Okay, this episode is so fun. It was so fun. It was great. It was so wholesome and like down... Sarah's down to earth and just Mm -hmm. really passionate and it was really inspiring. So inspiring. So our guest today was Sarah Shelton, the founder of Girl Louie. Girl Louie started years ago as an outlet for Sarah to share her activism and also share her art. Recently, she has created this new iteration of Girl Louie, which is an agency. And they are killing it. Mm -hmm. They went to South by Southwest. They're working at with a client in D.C. They're blowing up in St. Louis. Like, we can't share too much because we want you to listen. But she's amazing. Yes, she is. So, honestly, just the big takeaway for me is her emphasis on collaboration and bringing people to the table. And I know that for us, that's what the Women's Creative is all about. It's just about building up and empowering our community. So one way you can do that, if you have any guest ideas for the podcast or if you want to work with us in some capacity, send us a message or send us an email because we want to work with you. One major thing that I took away from our conversation with Sarah was just how authentic she was about her process and about, you know, not only where she started and like where she is and where she's going, but like in that just how honest and transparent she is about like 
you know, maybe some flaws in how she's mm-hmm. going about it. And I think a lot of us, and I, maybe I speak for myself, especially when we get a, a big applause from our community, like we want to, for lack of better terms, put on and, mm-hmm. and like, show people like they were really pushing it we're, we're working really hard but then there are those moments where it's just like i don't know what i'm doing oh or i am literally blowing with the wind but or also trying to be strategic start. they don't even know where to start yeah and i just loved how freely she spoke of of that and her experience and it just makes it feel relatable and it makes us all feel more comfortable being really honest and transparent about where we are and where we want to go so i love that takeaway yeah okay that made me feel comfortable <laughs> and good Okay, we know you're going to love to listen to Sarah. We'll stop talking so you can enjoy the episode. Yes. And as always, we said it earlier, we'll say it again. If you have any guest ideas, please share them with us because we want to continue telling these stories. And we can't do it alone. No, we cannot. All right, enjoy the episode. The Women's Creative couldn't be more excited to record our weekly podcast at Shock City Studios. Their large format studio specializes in music, podcasts, and audiobooks. If you're looking for a space for you, call Shock City Studios. All right, welcome back. As you heard, we are here with Sarah Shelton. Thanks for being here. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. We're so happy you're here. <laughs> also, looking super cute. We'll post a picture of you when oh we my drop gosh, this podcast. Stop it. You all look cute. We're all cute. Let's take a group picture. We will. We okay, will. Perfect. You'll see it later. <laughs> uh, okay, Sarah, we are so excited that you're here. I know the Women's Creative is constantly fangirling over everything you and Girl mm-hmm. Louie does. Uh, Tell our followers and listeners a little bit more about Girl Louie. Girl Louie is just kind of like this nebulous, like, project, it feels like. So it started off as my LLC back in 2019, after the second time I decided to freelance on my own. And Mm -hmm. I had a few clients, and then the pandemic hit, right, March of 2020. And so when that happened... I just needed to connect with the world through my own way. Like I needed a way to process like all the stuff that was happening. Can we cuss on here? Totally. Mm -hmm. Okay. All the shit that was happening. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah. And so I started using the account to just like express like more creative freedom, like through clients. So most of my graphic design work, I'm a graphic designer, like artist, illustrator, but most of it has been for clients or for the companies I worked at. And so I've actually had a really hard time calling myself an artist or really thinking of myself in that way because it was always paid and it was always sort of like pigeonholed into the brands that I worked for. So I really just needed an outlet to express myself and I decided to just use the Instagram for Girl Louie as one. And then it kind of evolved to be just like my alias. And so, you know, and Girl Louie was just me freelancing. And so at the time, I just started using art as a form of expression and then When things were happening, I used it as a way to sort of rally behind social awareness and things that were happening. So we painted a billboard. I started a newsletter. It was called Smart Girls STL. And it was a way to just sort of rally like women and just non-binary folks together to just like talk about all the resources that were being shared online during 2020. I mean, it was just like oh my gosh, ways like to be more inclusive or like things that are happening in the city that we should be aware of when we go to vote. And I was just like so bombarded and I kept saving posts after post after post like, oh, I'm going to go back and read that. And then I decided to like, I need to curate this in a newsletter, even if it's for my friends and I. And then I think we had somewhere close to like 500 followers at that point or newsletter signups. And so, you know, when I was freelancing, I used money that I had to just like make a billboard (laughs) and then I made the billboard and it said smart girls live in St. Louis and then just I was just doing things for fun and I had some money 
And I was like, I'm going to not just pocket this. I'm going to like do some fun things around the city with it. So that was essentially it. And so now Girl Louie has formed to be its own agency. So now third time breaking out freelancing. (laughs) I um, hired a team. So now we're a team of five photographers, videographers, graphic designers, web designers, and we're just a team of creatives who are doing creative storytelling for mostly nonprofits and entrepreneurs in St. Louis. And we've branched out to like DC and Atlanta and some other places, which is kind of cool. Huge. Um, and yeah, that's kind of, that's it. It's, it's really fun. Like, yeah, it's, um, we're having a blast. That's amazing. So Sarah, that's awesome. Tell us a little bit more about the Girl Louie team, because from the outside looking in, you know, I follow Girl Louie and then I follow Girl Louie Agency which feels newer. But when I look at Girl Louie, the feed, I don't know that you are spearheading that. I just see amazing women. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about the people that surround you. Yeah, I love this question. I think with Girl Louie, it was never Sarah. Like, I actually never wanted it to be about me. That's why I was, like, creating art with folks. And, and you know, the mural was with other survivors of sexual assault. And, you know, the newsletter was for people. And so... No one knew my name for the longest time. People would just call me Girl Louie. They're like, hey, Girl Louie. Like, even people I worked with, like, at the job I ended up going to work for for a little bit, they'd be like, Girl Louie, over here. And I'd be like, hey, hey, I have a name. But I kind of liked it, though, because I didn't want to be alone. You know, I kind of made it because I felt alone, and I wanted to build more of a sense of community. So when I went back out the third time, hopefully last time, (laughs) freelancing turned into an agency, I knew right away that I wanted to bring folks on. Like I didn't want to do it alone because it gets really lonely doing it by yourself. And so a girl always also like the base of our mission is always around community and like raising awareness and around the community. And so I knew that I needed a team of of creatives who um, also had that same mission focus as well. So yeah, we're a mixture of folks who like, yeah, our creatives, like we've got age ranges from like 23 all the way up to, you know, in our forties basically. Um, and I'm kind of like just lodged in the middle, but you know, we had a team meeting the other day and I had to kind of level set like what girl Louie, where we were going and who we are and what we're doing. And it's really cool because coming from toxic workplace cultures, like now I get to set the tone for like what girl Louie is and isn't. Mm-hmm. And so I literally said like, girl Louie, there's no hierarchy in girl Louie. I was like, you know, I'm here to help lead and guide and mentor. So our team is also folks who aren't like experts at one thing. They're just curious and they're creative. So now I'm teaching web design. I'm teaching like how to edit videos. Yeah. And so it's really cool to like build people up and to invest in people rather than just like go out and like hire top-notch contractors or something. And I find that it builds a really cool, inclusive culture. And we all like rally behind what we do and we're all excited and we go drink wine together and we have a basement studio that we're turning into a podcast studio too. So, so we're like fun. painting and we're just doing like art together and we just like, yeah, love each other. I mean, there's a balance between being friends and also like working together and I'm still trying to find that balance. <laughs> oh, uh, it's, it's, it's a journey. Because it. I love everyone that works with us and I want to be all their best friends. They hear me right <laughs> now talking about them um, <laughs> but yeah that's essentially it I'm really glad that girl Louie feels like it's a bunch of folks mm-hmm. because I always wanted to feel that way I it was weird having to step aside and stop talking so much about what I was feeling and now you know we have Alexis who's 23 has lived in St. Louis forever she went away from school she's the oldest of seven she's a black girl who doesn't know a lot of like the black history in St. Louis so she's learning about Mill Creek Valley right now 
and is interviewing Damon Davis, the artist mm-hmm. of The Pillars. And she's going through her own lineage in St. Louis to, to write about it and put it on her blog. So we're also trying to do some cool storytelling Amazing. around St. Louis just from the girl Louis perspective. I love that. That I, was really cool. Oh, yeah. Amazing. I love so inspired. everything you shared. I feel like there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> so being purpose-driven and very mission-focused and also being a client-based business, talk a little bit about like what that's like, how you find your clients, how you maybe choose who to work with, who not to work with, how you kind of find that path. Yeah, it's a good question, and I thought that it was going to be hard transitioning into going from Girl Louie 2020 activist artist to this like now agency where we have clients and all of that. But really, I think when it comes down to it, it's sort of our rubric for who we want to work with and who we don't want to work with. And so I think, too, people really take to our sort of unapologetic way that we communicate, and I think it... Also, like we are brand builders, like so we build brands, we tell stories. And I think because we are good at doing that ourselves, people are like, oh, I want that, you know. Mm -hmm. And so we've probably sacrificed a few like high paying clients and things like that. But also they're not really like in our line of sight, if that makes sense, because mostly everything so far has been word of mouth. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, people see the work we do and they're like, oh, I want that. And that's like mm-hmm. really cool. Keisha Mayberry is one of our clients and we did the logo for Hey Days. We did all of her branding. We're doing her like social media. And Keisha's just like, and I know we all know Keisha Mayberry, but yeah. she's just a badass. And mm-hmm. um, I didn't realize at the time, and it sounds so silly when I say this out loud, but I didn't realize at the time just like working for her in that way mm-hmm. was going to be such a great way to like, show folks what we can do mm-hmm. and she's the best client ever because she's like yeah whatever you think you're the expert and I'm like can I get that on, a, on repeat <laughs> and play that back to other clients <laughs> yeah and so it really brings us clients who are like you know what like I'm gonna trust what you want to do and then like you do that but yeah it is interesting to think about and I think too because we are so progressive and vocal about it it's brought us clients who are also in that advocacy lane mm-hmm. so we were contacted by Americans United for separation of church and state and they mm-hmm. brought a bunch of clergymen in Missouri to sue the state of Missouri on abortion access and how it impeded upon religious freedom because a lot of Missouri legislators were using their religion as a way mm-hmm. to not advance abortion access. And so we're in the middle of making a documentary for them. I and mean, it was probably one of our biggest playing mm-hmm. clients. And they're from D.C. And they wow. found our picture on Instagram from a reproductive freedom wow. fest we hosted last year. It was the wildest oh thing. Oh my God, that's amazing. But I, they found us on Instagram because we were kind of unapologetic about what we were mm-hmm. doing. So, And you really put it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. And we got to do it in our own way too, which is really fun. I don't know if you all feel like sometimes you're like, you have to work in the client's sort of lane, but you're like, oh, I have all these cool ideas. Mm-hmm. And so whatever those cool ideas are, we're like, how can we just do that at Girl Louie? And then maybe people will be like, well, I want billboards around the city Mm -hmm. cool let's Mm -hmm. do that you know okay you also recently went to south by southwest right yes okay tell us about that oh my gosh thanks for asking i was like watching on instagram (laughs) yeah i saw you walking with your hat i'm like i need to know oh my gosh yes (laughs) okay so i used to work at mtv back in the day in like 20 2011 and then in 2012 they sent me to south by southwest to cover film and so when i was there i think it might have been the first or second year that they had the actual conference portion of south by southwest because i always knew it as like a music venue Mm -hmm. and then it was music and film and then it was music film and tech 
and then it's music, film, tech, and, and branding, and advertising, and all the things. And so I really loved it then when I went. That was the only time I ever went to Austin. And so having Girl Louie again, I was like, oh, what professional development conference do I want to go to? And then I was like, oh, yeah, South by Southwest. What are they What are they up to? Mm-hmm. And then I slowly, like, it was such a big budget thing, but, you know, I brought two of the team members with me, too. And so we went down there, and it's, like, hella expensive because everyone's there from all over the world. Mm-hmm. But... It was literally like the world on stage there. So, so many brand activations, so many amazing immersive events, so many like unique ways that people are like using tech and building community mm-hmm. in like the coolest ways ever. So, I came back. Like, the reason why I wanted to go was because I was kind of bored with all the stuff we've been doing. Yeah. Like, I think it's great, like bringing community out, but what's the next level? Like, right. where are we going from here? Absolutely. And so, being in those immersive experiences, like really feeling like you're stepping into a new world, like in some of these events and some of these things, it was it was amazing. But yeah, it was super packed, a lot of people, and St. Louis was there. St. Yeah. Louis yeah. represented hard. Oh my gosh, it was so cool. Yeah, and I had no idea. Like, So I went, and then it was like, oh my gosh, St. Louis is here. And so we got connected with them. And then they have houses that represent different parts of the country, so they had Midwest House. So and so cool. St. Louis took over Midwest House for one of the days and yes. so we were there like literally like groupies we were like go St. Louis St. Louis <laughs> and like mastermind was there and I was uh-huh. like hey we're basically best friends because I'm like one of the few St. Louisans here so uh-huh. I didn't really say that I mostly just like fangirled <laughs> of course yeah it was super fun you all you all ladies would freaking oh, we need to manifest I'm mm-hmm. putting it here in our anybody listening mm-hmm. tell us next year we're going to South by Southwest we're going no <laughs> make we're going. us go yeah I'm all about manifesting that's so, awesome. It's going to happen. Yes. So you brought two team members? Yeah. I love that you're giving that opportunity. Like, you mm-hmm. really are talking about encouraging your team and supporting and building them up, but you're mm-hmm. actually doing it, too. Yeah. I will say I'm a white girl of privilege. I have a partner who is a software engineer, so I'm not actually paying myself right now with Girl Louie. Okay. Not that anyone needs to know that, but it's one of those things where it feels like, oh, my God, all these things. Like, the reason why we can't afford some of these things is because we've kind of made some sacrifices at home, like n- by not paying myself, but literally like I, what we get, I kind of think of it as a co-op almost like the money we get in, I put it back to my team mm-hmm. and I'm constantly just trying to grow the team and invest in them. And we're slowly starting to go after like, you know, bigger clients like with RFPs and we're like, what does this process look like? And mm-hmm. so, you know, we're kind of newbies like at the same time, but I also was like, you know what? If Girl Louie fails in two months, at least we went to South by Southwest and had a really good time, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, like, sure. it's fine. Seeing what you're doing, it's not going to fail in two months. You're here for know. the long haul. I, I hope so. Yes, you're manifesting it. Yep. I see yep. what you're doing. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Got you. Yes. <laughs> well, with that in mind, kind of we'll close it up with tell us what's next. like, And both what's next in terms of, like, what's next for Girl Louie, but would also love it if you'd share, like, just kind of encouragement and ways, like, kind of those values and, and ways you'd want to challenge people to kind of keep mm. working and get where they're going. Yeah, I love this question. So I keep using the word malleable, which is weird. I'd never have used that word in my vocabulary ever until I started working at Girl Louie, but I feel like we're very fluid with what the universe is like giving us. So we're Mm -hmm. listening to things and we're paying attention. Lately, I've been speaking a lot at like conferences Mm -hmm. and workshops. And I got asked to speak at a conference in DC, which I'm like, this is amazing. And it's on creative storytelling, which is like what we want to do. And so I find that when I'm out speaking about, it's almost like it's the gospel of like storytelling and branding, but Mm -hmm. I feel so 
passionate about telling stories as a form of marketing, as a form of raising brand awareness, as a form of just like building community and perspective and inclusion that like, I don't know how else to not talk about it. So I think there's something in that wheelhouse for Girl Louie where it's more of like educating and building awareness and like, you know, maybe online courses or like things that are accessible to folks. And then also I will, we will have a magazine at some point. There's going to be a girly magazine. So just manifesting that. But like, yeah, I mean, we are building so much content this year that we're at least going to have like a yearbook or something at the end of the year to recap all the amazing things. And, and I think too, with our clients, they're all nonprofits for the most part that are mission led or entrepreneurs like Keisha with all stories to share. So what we've been doing is when we onboard them, instead of like getting testimonials or anything like that, we're like, can you tell us your story? Mm -hmm. And so it's not a case study it's more like you know building community with Keisha is like on our website and it's like yes we talk about how we're working with her and it links back to our agency page but also Mm -hmm. it's just about who she is because what what the folks do is incredible so building stories more from Girl Louie the magazine oh my gosh I'm just gonna keep going but I would say (laughs) like advice and like ways that this could inspire others like the one rule that I've been saying a lot is like abundance mindset Mm -hmm. like no competition Like there's enough work for all of us. And if we, I've been trying to build strategic partners. So Mm -hmm. instead of like, you have this, I have that. It's like, how can we both Mm -hmm. use our talents together to give this client or this person or this mission like the best it deserves? And that's really been such a great guiding North Star for us because it makes life easier and better and more Mm -hmm. fulfilling. Mm -hmm. So I would just say abundance mindset. But yeah. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, Christina, you've been saying it a lot lately. We're going to be, we are being fiercely collaborative this year. Yeah. And yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. I think you have to really take that and break down what the application of having an abundance mindset looks like and understand like what it feels like when your heart tightens up and you're feeling a little bit intimidated or insecure because of what someone else is doing. You also have to know like what it looks like to prioritize collaboration and then and cheering other people on and be super fearless in it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not easy. And so, yeah, the challenge we've really kind of tried to take on is what does the next step of that look like for us? Because it's a road. It's a process. It's really easy to throw that term around, and I think I have for years, and been like, of course, like, yes. But there are whole seasons where, like, I'll say it or think it or it's a core value, but just like with every other core value, it's not necessarily one that I'm leading with. And so we're we're kind of leading with as a team. And so, yeah. 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 Sorry, I found a little soapbox there for a minute, but no, we're exploring that. Yeah, no. And I think you and I have talked about this before, like, you know, having like people kind of come and go. Like, I do feel like there's Mm -hmm. seasons of change with Mm -hmm. any business or with any in the way you evolve, like look at the women's creative, you all evolved so much since when you started. And so I love the way that it's evolving and it does feel very collaborative in your own way that makes the most sense. But from the core, I feel like you've always been a collaborative like vessel mm-hmm. for everyone in the community, which is amazing, you know? So I think for us, like, yeah, abundance mindset, but like there are people like, I know so many creators that like, I'm like, why don't you just go work with Tyler? Or why don't you just go work with Amira? Because like at this point, like, I know your budget, I know what you need. 
And just being kind of like a, a vessel. I've been using a vessel a lot Ooh, lately. Vessel. I don't know where that came from. But for, for others, you know, yeah. so. And that know. comes back to you. You know, like, yeah. realizing you're not the right fit for everyone mm-hmm. is so important and so valuable as a business owner. Oh, my gosh. And realizing, being able to, with no strings attached, connect them to the right person, mm-hmm. it always comes back to you. Yeah, and I feel like I've been using a lot of dreamy language around Girl Louie, but I am so much still figuring out, like, what the hell are we doing? Because at the core of me, I'm a problem solver. So I want to make sure that, like, what is it that you need? And let's get this going. And so, so many times my career coach is like, you're scope creeping again, Sarah. You're scope creeping real hard. And I'm like, (laughs) I know it's not in the scope, but like, we need to do this because I know it's going to work. And, you know, so, but all that to say is that like, yeah, I think it's, we're all learning, we're all evolving. And I think just being open and giving yourself grace is super important to the process. Thank you so much for sharing. And I know we're going to be watching and fangirling and everyone listening. So Sarah, can you just tell our followers where they can follow and learn more about you? Yeah, okay. You can follow us at, Girl Louie, at sign Girl Louie, on Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn. Um, My name is Sarah Shelton on LinkedIn. Sometimes I get on my soapbox on there and talk about workplace culture and stuff. (laughs) And then, yeah, www.girllouie.com. And you could also find us um, in Vogue and all, no, I'm just kidding. But also like I'm manifesting yes. it, you know. You know, and all the great magazines coming away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I yeah. love that. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Sarah, thank you for being here. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you so much. I love you all so much. It's thank an you. honor. Thank you. Uh, the honor was ours. And that's a wrap on episode one of season three. Thank you for tuning in. And again, not there yet are the stories of women in the community who have taken the road less traveled. So thank you for listening. And if you have any story ideas, send them our way. Thanks. Thanks.